Hello everyone, my name is David Deckel Hills, and this is the Voice of Thunder. Welcome. Um, I'm trying my best not to peek the mic. Uh, I think this is a good distance since I don't appear to be doing it right now. Oh, see, look, there it is. I'm already, I'm already high. Okay, okay. Uh, it's hard for me. As you already know, because uh, I talk loudly. I am a loud guy. Uh, so I'm going to try to be back here and then project a little bit. And hopefully it's not too bad. Hopefully you can still hear me clearly and everything's okay. Uh, let's see if I want to get closer on the mic. This is a little bit of an experiment at the beginning. Hopefully you don't mind. I'm getting closer to you. I'm getting closer to you. I'm getting closer to you. Can you still hear me the same way? This is so weird. So me being this close, I have to be at this amount of volume. Hmm. If I'm this close and I'm any louder than this, it's clip. Even right now, this is kind of too loud. Uh, ooh, wow. Okay, I'm, I'm only going to be at a whisper here. Good to know. I need to know that later on. Uh, for when a certain character comes on, but how you doing, stranger? Uh, how, how have things been? I'm gonna keep this kind of volume going, make it kind of calming, so you don't really have to worry about yelling or having a hard time with your ears getting blown out. <laughs> it's okay. Um, I'll do my best, and hopefully, it'll go well. But yeah, hopefully you've had a good couple of weeks. I've decided to make the schedule more strict again. I think having every two weeks is pretty good. Um, I'm that said, I don't really know myself. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to commit to two weeks for now. If I feel like I have more time again from work and everything. Then I'll be like, okay, let's increase it to two weeks again. Let, let me go ahead and apply myself. But um, for now, let's make it a two-week kind of thing. Every Friday, every other Friday, I'll be posting. And hopefully, I post on social media as well so that everyone really knows, hey, come through. It's, it's, a, it's a new day. It's a new time. I think I posted last time that I uploaded, but I'm not really sure. Uh, do I put that on a story? I don't really know. Instagram is weird with the reels. I don't really know about any of that. But, uh, yeah. Because I'm recording so late today, I can't really take too much time outside of the story itself. I'm going to be going through the five monarchs again. This is part two. So if you haven't heard the first part, go to the last episode. You could catch up just as quick. Um, but yeah, I have a bit more of that story to tell, and I don't really know how much I'm going to tell of it. I'm probably going to, oh, I'm, am I being too loud? I'm probably going to cut it off at, uh, at about five minutes, 15 minutes. How long was my last episode? Let's take a quick look. 16 minutes. Okay, so... If I cut it off around 15 to 20 minutes, I should be okay. I've read it already, so I don't think that I um, 
that I'll go over time or that I'll be stammering as much in this episode. I'm going to try to edit as minimally as possible because, like I said, it's pretty late. I'm going to be still recording a lot and then I'm going to edit a lot. So if I can limit the amount of editing that I need to do, that would be great. Um, But yeah, without further ado, I'm just going to go into some characters and and hopefully not mess it up but again i'm going to be pretty far away from you so if you don't hear me at any time don't worry it's still me getting used to it that's kind of why i wanted to try out the old mic and see if it was better for character work rather than like just the day-to-day talking i don't know maybe i just need to develop better mic technique this is a sensitive mic so i have to make sure that i do okay. It seems like I'm talking very, very softly and you can't hear me at all. That's what it looks like on the audio files. But in reality, I know that I'm like a second, a, a smidge away from peaking you heavily. But it's all right. It's all right. So I'm going to step back. I'm moving further away. I'm moving further away. Here I am. Hopefully you can hear me okay. I'm kind of far, but I am projecting, so you should still hear me. All right, so last time we had our our people come in. So you got these these three people who were introduced. You got Aslander, you got Zipporah, and you got Sajin. Okay, so we started in Aslander's perspective. He wears blue armor. He has clean-cut hair. He's very methodical, intellectual, and he lacks some confidence in himself. Zipporah, she's really, really bright. She always wears these extravagant clothes, but but she always wears these bright colors. And she has red hair, freckles, and an amazing, brilliant smile. She is usually the one that's confident in herself and hyping everybody else up. Sajin, on the other hand, is almost the opposite of that. He wears a lot of gray and muted colors, and he tries his best to blend in with the environment and background. He has really messy hair to the point where it's kind of covering his mouth a bit, his mustache and beard. Uh, His hair is kind of just all over the place. Uh, Other than that, they've just all been meeting at this one place because they've been called by this guy that they seem to have met. They, they seem to, he seems to have something for them, and we're going to find out in this episode. All right. I'm going to lean in a little bit. Hopefully, this doesn't do too much. Are you all right? Okay. Silence, de- silence descended upon the room. My, my, my. Look at who we have here. Look at what we have here. My, my, my. Look at what we have here. A woman said from behind. I'm going to back up because I have to... Because I, I don't, I don't, I really don't know. Uh, my, 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 look at what we have here. A woman said from behind me. Zippor cursed. Judging by her reaction, I already knew who it was without turning around. Genesis. All of us in the same room? Oh, this is a surprise. She went around the room hugging everyone. Her body seemed to glow like Zipporah's, but it was different. Instead of the warm glow, it was more of a cool shine. All of her clothes, from her hijab down to the bottom of her dress, gleamed with silver. Personally, I never really knew Genesis that well. 
But one thing I did know with absolute certainty was that Zipporah hated her. What are you doing here? Zipporah spat at her. Why, how do you know I didn't just come to see all of you? You guys can't tell me that you aren't happy to see each other. Genesis said coyly as she went to hug Sajin. She didn't, he didn't even acknowledge that she was there, so she just hugged them awkwardly. Why would I be happy to see a knockoff like you? Zipporah snarled. Her words dipped in acid. Genesis acted like she was hurt. Aw, that's so mean, she whined. Then her expression changed to mocking again. I'm sure you were very happy to see your boy toy as Lander. Zipporah's face turned beet red in embarrassment. Sh shut up. Sh shut up, she stammered. Heat rose to my face as well. Genesis, uh, Genesis laughed at us. Genesis laughed at us. It's so much fun teasing the two of you, she cried. This was terrific. The only two people in existence who could make me feel uncomfortable in my own blue armor, and they were in the same room. I was trying to... I was trying to... Whoop. It looks like I'm about to sneeze. Will I sneeze? Oh, oh. Am I... This is weird. Come on. Is it gonna... What are we gonna do? What are we doing here? Jeez. I hate when this happens. And now... <coughs> And now it's just like everything is off. Is it? It's not. It's gone now. Uh, where were we? Uh, I apologize in advance if it sounds like I'm stuffy. The sneeze is killing me right now. I was trying to come up with something to say when Sajin cleared his throat loudly. <clears throat> He's here, Sajin simply said. I looked around, but no one else was with us. I gotta come closer for this one. Very interesting. A voice said, his deep voice enveloping us. No one usually sees me unless I want them to. Anyways, you all are here for a reason. You want something? I've come to supply it. Zipporah frowned. You're just gonna supply what we all want? That doesn't sound, yeah, that doesn't sound okay at all, she said skeptically. I agree, I said. We have no idea who you are. We've never seen your face. How do you know? I agree, I said. We have no idea who you are. We've never seen your face. We've never even seen your face. How do we know you didn't just lure us into a trap? That all this wasn't just an elaborate ruse? I asked the voice. I felt so stupid talking to a disembodied voice. You are right not to trust me. I can assure you that this isn't an elaborate ruse. You all crave something that I can provide. Shouldn't that be all there is to know? The voice boomed. No, I thought. What's your motive? People don't just hand out the secrets of the universe or whatever. People don't just hand out the secrets of the universe or whatever the other people... Uh, People don't just hand out the secrets of the universe or whatever the others ask for. How could one person be that powerful to begin with? There was something else at play here. One look at Sapporo and I knew that she agreed, but we didn't press the matter. Perhaps it was our curiosity. Or maybe it was that there was some kind of reliable feeling that this voice radiated. I know that sounds strange, but under the voice felt like walking on solid ground. Like, I can trust that the ground wouldn't give out from under me. As Lander, come back to reality, Genesis shouted at me, snapping me away from my thoughts. 
What? I stammered, disoriented. Weren't you paying attention, silly? We all have to be in agreement to this. You're the only one who hasn't voted yet. She explained in a tone that made it seem obvious. They all had their right hand raised into the air. I looked at the, I looked into Zipporah's sincere, confident brown eyes. I trusted those eyes. I raised my hand in agreement. Excellent, the voice said in a tone that immediately made me regret my choice. A man in a cloak materialized at the center of the table, a cloak made of stars. He was grinning, but there was a darkness that made me shiver. All but his square jaw was covered in the cloak. Let's get started, the man said, his voice vibrating in my skull. Everything was quiet as the man scanned the room, analyzing us with his eyes. After a few moments of gazing at us, he turned to Sajin. You're first, he said grimly. Suddenly, a spear materialized into the man's hands, burning with white-hot intensity. Sajin got up and started to run, but the man was faster. He impaled Sajin with the spear, lifting him up with ease, and threw him into the nearby wall. Sajin cried out and clawed at the weapon, but it burned his hands at the touch. We all jumped from our seats. What, what the hell are you doing? Zipporah shouted in outrage. Sajin, the man said, ignoring her. You barely ruled over your people. A man who could have been... A man who could have been an excellent ruler, but left his people at the mercy of chaos, the man said through gritted teeth. Sajin looked down and seemed, despite their missed pain. Hang on, Genesis shouted as she began to run towards them. Sajin, you are not fit to be a monarch. Be gone, the man said. The spear began to burn even brighter, making Sajin scream in agony. He clawed at the spear desperately again, but his fingers and hands quickly disintegrated. He gasped his final breath as his chest fell away as well. Within seconds, within seconds, all that was left was an empty, steaming spear. Genesis stopped, merely a couple of steps away. No, she whispered. Sajin! Zipporah shouted in outrage. Genesis darted to the man and swung at him angrily, angrily. He weaved with no effort and backhanded her, sending her sailing into the air and into the wall across the room. I tried to move, but my body was frozen. I kept seeing Sajin, his face filled with terror as it burned away. But there was something even worse in his eyes. Deep regret. Zipporah jumped. Onto the t Zipporah jumped onto the table and lunged at him, screaming. He jumped and caught her. He jumped up and caught her in the. He jumped up and caught her by the throat in midair. Zipporah, he said as he struggled as she struggled in his hand. No, I couldn't let this happen. I had to move. You ruled over your people carefree, as if everything was all right. You hid the truth from your kingdom. You hid the truth from your own kingdom to keep them happy and loyal to you, while failing to deal with their by while failing to deal with their problems. You hid the truth from your own kingdom to keep them happy and loyal to you, while failing to deal with the problems at hand. You doomed your people to death, he shouted. I had to do something. I couldn't let him hurt her. But as hard as I tried, my feet wouldn't move. I, wasn't sh I was shaking so hard that my armor rattled. I couldn't move an inch. I was completely paralyzed. I could only watch as the scene unfolded. Zipporah, you are not fit to be a monarch. Partake in the rays of the sun.
these toy told her. Her body began to heat up. Smoke began to rise from her body as she cried out. Smoke began to rise from her body as she and she as she started crying out. Her body began to glow with a brilliant white light so bright I had to turn away. And then she exploded with a huge flash rocking the room. I was knocked off my feet. Her screams echoed across the room. His, her screams echoed around in my mind. Her screams echoed around the room. Then all was silent. No. She was gone. She was gone and I had done nothing to save her. I couldn't see, but I could only hear. Genesis was crying. I can't see. I can't see. Eslander, where are you? Eslander! She, she shouted in despair. I heard heavy footsteps that seemed to be towards her voice. They stopped. Eslander, is that you? Please tell me that it's you. She cried out. Eslander, she started choking. Genesis, he started again. You have done nothing but chase riches your entire life, caring nothing for the lives of the people, the lives of your people or anyone around you. Your people suffer because of your greed, he shouted angrily. Her body hit the floor and she gasped her breath. My eyesight finally leveled out and I got it. And I looked over to see what was happening. Genesis, you are not fit to be a monarch. Indulge yourself forever, the man said. Silver on her, the silver on her clothes began to liquefy and crawl all over her body, covering her. She struggled against it to no avail. Aslander! She cried out, cutting deep into my heart. Aslander, save me! Aslander! The silver crawled up her neck and down her, and into her mouth. She started drowning in it. She choked on it, completely covered. She choked, completely covered in silver. After a few pain. After a few painful seconds of gagging, she fell to the floor, her face hitting the concrete with a lot her face hitting the concrete with a loud clink noise. And lastly, the most pathetic one, the man said. I started to crawl away. You know, of all the others, you're probably the most disappointing, the man said as he appeared next to me. As he appeared next to me suddenly. He kicked me away so hard it lifted me off the ground. I flew through the air and landed hard. You have the most potential to be powerful. Your kingdom has the greatest resources, yet you're weak, he said with disdain. He picked me up by the throat. You were so afraid of, con of conflict that you avoided it altogether. Look where that got you, he shouted, slamming me into the wall with each word. You always wear this armor. For what? You never fight. You're a warrior who never has the guts to meet the battlefield, he shouted. Who are you? I choked out. My name is Osias, and I am the one who will change everything, he said. What did he mean? I guess that didn't matter now. Aslander, you are not fit to be a monarch. Be consumed by the war that you are so helplessly afraid of, he screamed. At first, nothing happened. And then my armor started to get uncomfortably hot burning into my body i screamed in pain i screamed in agony as the metal seared my flesh i tried squirming to get it loose but the openings began to seal i was being locked in i screamed and screamed as every area of my body was on fire osias formed a blue helmet in his hands he shoved it onto my head so hard that i started to lose consciousness 
Or maybe it was just the pain. I tried to push it off me, but it was locked in place. Pain, but it was locked in place. It would only come off if you fight the war you need to. Goodbye, Aslander, he said almost sympathetically. The last thing I saw was his fist rushing towards my face. All right, I'm going to have to end it there. Uh, <clears throat> I hope that the quality wasn't too bad. It was a little bit tough to uh, maintain everything or maintain the volume control. But I guess we'll see. We're just going to have to leave it there. Dang. Tune in next time to see what becomes of the five monarchs. Until then, you've been listening to the Voice of Thunder. I'm David Deckel Hills. Thank you so much for listening.